There it is, round eight, folks. Punches and bunches, shoe shines in the corner, hot sauce to the ribs, ganchos al hígado. When in doubt, stick it out. Duro, duro, duro. That's right. That's what we yelled at the sports arena when Arguello was fighting Aaron Pryor. Rick, as if Arguello could hear us all the way in Miami at the Orange Bowl. You know where you're at, folks. Pacific Coast Boxing, Real Fight Talk from Real Fight Fans. Alfonso Ruiz here with my co-host, Rick Prado. Rick, what's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Excited to be here. Yeah, heck yeah, man. A little um, little holiday edition, the Thanksgiving uh-huh. a day edition, right? Of of um, we answered the bell by the way really easy to not do a show this week and, right you know just mail it in you know but I think everybody's excited about uh, well the not so big fight between uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones yeah no well, that's right and we're gonna get to that of course right we've already said that's more of a I don't know more of an event and less mm-hmm. of a fight but be it as it may they were once really great fighters. So we, we are going to talk about that. But even though it's a short week, still some stuff going on in the world of boxing. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty interesting. We'll get to it maybe is uh, maybe more in detail. You still got Bob Arum um, still chirping and not happy about the whole Crawford deal. Because remember, he made statements afterwards that he could buy a house in Beverly Hills with the amount of money that he loses on Crawford. Right? Yeah. And so, yeah, it turns out he's not happy with some statements that are coming from Crawford's manager, Crawford's camp, Mm -hmm. who disclosed some um, what he felt were private information about Crawford's, about the contract they have. And so, like, he's not stopping, right? But here's the thing, Rick, okay, thinking about this. Here's an 88-year-old guy who's completely set. He's he's, he's a grumpy old guy, and uh, he's not— He's not going to be shy about, uh, you know, stating what he feels is true. No, I mean, he's he's now, I'm going to jinx myself because, you know, anybody, right, it, anything can happen anytime, mm-hmm. but he's probably closer, right, to meeting the end than, than, than most people at 88 years old. Yeah. And he's at a point, right, where it's like, who gives a crap? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I'm reading uh, the book right now, you know, with Macho Camacho. Macho Time from, again, the great author, Christian Judici. I read uh, Alexis Arguello, Roberto Durant. And guess who's all over that book and all those fights, Rick? <laughs> Bob Air. Yeah. <laughs> he is all over those fights. In fact, the uh, the uh, the Arguello and um, prior fight that I mentioned watching at the L.A. Sports Arena, guess who introduced closed circuit to boxing? Yeah, Bob Arum. Mr. Yeah. Bob Arum, right? So this guy, I, I was just reading, right, the article about, you know, how he's not happy and how Aram continues to reiterate his feelings toward Crawford, thinking, hey, man, this guy's been there and done it all. Mm-hmm. And he's at a point, right, where he probably, not only financially comfortable, by the way, right? Yeah. He's at a point where, seriously, who's going to tell him anything? Yeah, you know, he doesn't care. You know, he's he's had... Some of the biggest fighters in the world. He's had yeah. the Oscar De La Hoyas. Yep. He's had the Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweathers. Yep. You know, he's had Miguel Cotto. He's had a lot of fighters, you know, and, and Terrence Crawford is just, you know, he, he's not in their category. So if no, he goes, he goes. Right, right. Yeah. And and that's kind of why, right? It kind of puts things in perspective when you start naming the names that you just did. Yeah. I mean, these are Hall of Famers. Some yeah. of them are already Hall of Famers. Some of them will be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, certainly Cotto should be or, or will be here soon. Yeah. And so, yeah, so when I'm reading that article and just kind of listening and, and, you know, the, you know, folks are surprised, like, geez, like, how can Aram still come out? Because he doesn't care. And, he, doesn't and, care. and, and he's in a position where he can do that, right? Yeah. Financially set, right? 
legacy set. It doesn't mm. matter what he does. You're either going to love or hate Bob Arum, right? He's yeah. not going to do something that's going to change your opinion of him. And he's probably got a good deal with uh, ESPN. You know, he's not worried about no, a great you know, deal. And, right. and 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 he's probably telling part part of the truth. He probably is yeah. losing a ton of money on these Crawford fights. Oh no no he yeah, yeah. he more, he more than likely is yeah. he more than likely is because like we've talked we talked about last week right you know a pay per view fight which you know thankfully this one wasn't mm-hmm. who's gonna watch Crawford on pay per view and you said yeah. it best his family in out of Nebraska mm-hmm. right who else is gonna pay and and another one Manny Pacquiao he had that's right that's you know, right he also had Manny Pacquiao he's had some of the biggest yeah. draws mm-hmm. box box office draws with. Uh, you know, boxing ever. It's uh, him and it's him and King. Now, you know, King, and here's the thing, right? And he's outlasted Don King. Mm-hmm. Don King has like zero. He's got nothing left. Relevance yeah. at all. I don't even know if he has any fighters. I yeah. think the last one was talking about, unfortunately, a local kid was uh, Vanis Matisha Ryan. Mm-hmm. And Vanis Matisha Ryan had nothing, nothing good, good to say, say yeah. about Don King. But it's unfortunate. But but again, so here's Bob, here's Bob Arum who, you know, makes it through mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. And we're right. Sweet deal with ESPN. Anyways, so you got you got that going on. I just think it's interesting because he's um, he's citing how the Fury Joshua fight that they made mm-hmm. right because because that's that that was an ESPN and PBC yeah. deal that he was involved with, and he's saying that you know a third of the pay per views came from ESPN Plus. Yeah. So he's basically saying, hey, whatever fight's going to get done with Crawford and Spence, it's got to come through them and ESPN if they want to make cuz that was a joint pay-per-view that they did yeah. with Fox and ESPN. I look at that, right? And that but that's when he's putting on his marketing hat, Rick, cuz here's the fact that the fact of the matter is if there was a Spence and um and and Crawford, Spence Jr. Crawford yeah. fight, right? Even if you subscribe to ESPN Plus, you would still as a boxing fan you would find a way to pay and watch and watch that fight. Yeah. Right. So that that's kind of that's a complete marketing, right? That's complete saying, oh geez, we're gonna lose thirty three percent of the odd. No, you won't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That thirty three percent of people who would watch that fight would still find a way to either watch it or go to somebody's house. And that's mm-hmm. what he was saying. He goes, Can you imagine if you know ten to eleven people uh, having to go to a house, you know, to to watch the fight? Is that what's going to happen? And who's going to go to bars? Because yeah. he's saying like all the money, which is what he started in, all the mm-hmm. money. If he says there's like three to five million, if not more, that's made in uh, in the closed circuit and and being able to have bars watch that. Yeah. But he says he loses money on that. He says he loses money on all the cable and the satellite uh, networks. You know, whether it's Directv, etc. It's just interesting. Um, good article, by the way, by Don Dan, the former ESPN, mm-hmm. right? Dan Raphael and boxing scene. You read all that and you wonder, like, how do any fights get done, man? Yeah, no, it, it sounds like a like like a big mess. And I, I think Bob Arum is right now so vocal because I think he's going to end up losing Terence Crawford no matter what. His contract's up, you know, uh, at some point yeah. in twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. October of 2021. Yeah, I think there was a saying. little bit of speculation. Like, does he have to fight one, at least one more time before he's out of that contract, or right. does he not? You know, right. so that you know, there um, there's no real clarification on that yet. But um, you know, it could be Crawford waits. You know, until that that yeah. uh, that deal's over, and then he goes over to PBC. Well, and he's got to be careful, right? Because with Aram, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, breach a contract, yeah. right? If he's purposely, you know, you know, throwing marbles in front of a contractor, a fight that could be mm-hmm. made. Um, the other thing that right that Aaron was talking about, which he wasn't very happy about, was um, apparently right. According to Aaron, Crawford had the contract to fight uh, Kell Brook yeah. for at least two weeks, 
but wouldn't sign it. And I guess Aram and team were um, were pleading with him to sign it so that they could market the fight um, on the uh, on the Lomachenko Teofimo Lopez card, mm-hmm. right? He didn't. He waited until the night of the fight, and so ESPN was only re- really able to give like a really quick blurb yeah. about the Kel Brook Crawford fight instead of having right time to prepare and really mm-hmm. market the hell out of that fight. So yeah. he, he wasn't happy about that. And according to Aram, he says he's done and out um, with any having anything to do with the Crawford fights. He's passed it on, I think, to his son-in-law, Todd, yeah. Todd DeBolts or something like that. Yeah. He says he's clean, wiped his hands, got nothing to do with Crawford. <laughs> Which, by the way, yeah. that's a bunch of BS, right? Because yeah. that may be the case, you know, um, you know, up front, right? But behind the scenes, you know, he's, he's all over it. He's absolutely yeah. involved. Yeah. You know, he's the one that ultimately makes the final decision. Imagine his son-in-law, right? Yeah, give no, me a break. He's, he's not you letting know? them. You know, um, as stubborn mm-hmm. a guy as he is, you know, he's he's front and center on yeah. on every part of. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, the buck stops with him. Are yeah. you kidding me? Um, I found that interesting. Um, I know there's a couple fights coming up, like you said, right? A couple mm-hmm. interesting ones, and we'll talk about. You got the Daniel Jacobs uh, Gabriel Rosado Gabriel fight Rosado. coming up. That's on Friday. Yeah. Good heavyweight fight, almost like an eliminator or almost like a, a one of his first big tests. We're talking about Daniel Dubow against Joe Joyce. Uh-huh. Looking so forward to that one. That's coming up this yeah. weekend. Um, that's going to be a good one. We'll talk about some of their opponents and what we think about that. Um, also, right, there's a ripple effect, and, and we'll get into that at the super middleweight division. Now that Canelo's going to fight Callum Smith, and that's for Callum Smith. So that's for really to solidify the WBA um, uh, part of that, of that, uh, of that weight class. Um, the WBC now is kind of left in the dark, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens there? We'll talk about that and what direction the WC goes and how that actually, in my opinion, sets up for a really nice roadmap to some good fights in the WBC super middleweight. And then, of course, we got other fights, a couple fights that happened last weekend, a um, couple guys that we saw at the Fantasy Springs fought, right? Yeah. Mickey Roman, Francisco Vargas yeah. fought past weekend, had our first NBC card. Yeah, so we'll lo- talk about that. Yeah, a lot of stuff coming up. So we'll be right back right after the break because it goes boxing. All right. Alfonso Ruiz, Rick Prado, Pacificos Boxing. Don't forget to hit us up. Follow us uh, Instagram at Pacificos Boxing. We're on Twitter at Pacificos Boxing. Uh, Instagram, I mentioned. Email us counterpunch at pacificosboxing.com. We're on iTunes. Subscribe and give us a rating. All of that stuff helps. We got a lot of people that say they listen, but I don't see um, the subscribers on iTunes. Why does that help? Because it helps us, uh, helps people find us quicker, Rick. Yeah. So make sure you spread the word there. Um, all right. So again, right? Not a huge, huge weekend coming up of boxing as far as like major championships. A couple of, um, you know, again, a couple of decent fights, right? But probably the most, the fight with the biggest notoriety and attention mm-hmm. is Jones and Tyson. We're finally here. Coming up this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I know we wanted to talk about that, Rick, and some of the kind of the 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 different um, protocols and rules and stuff that they've set up for this quote unquote exhibition. Yeah. So yeah, you know, so um, you know, a couple of the interesting ones, you know, they, it was going to be eight rounds, um, you know, two minute rounds. Yeah. 
Um, and that changed, right? Because yeah. at first it wasn't, right? Yeah, at first it was going to be you know three minute rounds. Yeah, um, I think they were going to go ten rounds. Yeah, um, but uh, you know the, these two rules probably favor you know Tyson because I, I think Roy Jones is going to come in you know shape and you know he's well both are going to come in shape. But uh, what's the age difference again? Um, I think it's. Um, I have to look that up, yeah. but uh, not that we really need to go through a tale of the tape, by the way. Yeah, this is not that great a fight to do that the way we did with Teofimo and Tank mm-hmm. and Loma and uh, and and Lopez. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, the age difference is three years. Mike yeah, Tyson so is three years older than. Uh, yeah, you know, fifty-four the, to fifty-one. Or yeah, something like that, so right? you know, it's not okay. a a huge you yeah. know difference there. You yeah. know, I think in you know height. You know, one's five ten, one's five eleven. Uh, you know, Jones got the bet the the better reach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, some of the some of the weird rules. Uh, mm-hmm. The California Athletic Commission doesn't want to get anybody hurt. Yeah. Um, I think if anybody gets cut, it's an immediate you know stoppage. Um, you know, I think towards the end of Mike Tyson's career, I think he was getting a cut a lot. You know, around the eyes. Yeah. Um, also, if anybody gets hurt, you know, in trouble. You know, and they're on the ropes. It's going to be an automatic, you know, stoppage. You know, they're they're not going to, um, hmm. you know, allow anybody to get knocked out. Uh, you know, they were going to be um, twelve ounce gloves. Uh, you know, the pay per views. You know, forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. You know it, uh, which is you know affordable when yeah. it comes to pay per view. But uh, yeah. they did put about four. You know, four fights on the undercard, quote unquote, real fights. Yeah. Out, outside of that, the yeah. basketball player that's fighting the YouTuber, you, right? You, well, you do have uh, Badu Jack is on right. there, but you, you know, he's—I don't think he's fighting. You know, a top guy, right? Um, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's probably the most legitimate fighter there. I mean, but but you listen to all those rules, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. is this a boxing match? Yeah, right. It it, it it just sounds like uh, you know they're probably going to be you know dancing around. Yeah. Uh, you know there is no headgear, which I think uh, in the beginning they were talking about yeah. that there was going to be headgear. Yeah, I mean it's like they're being declawed, right? Yeah. And at the same time, again, man, it's a you know it's a farce to call this a boxing match. Yeah. With these with all of these constraints that are being put as part of the match, right? No, yeah. No cuts. No getting hurt. Who's going to make that decision, right? Who's refereeing the fight? I would imagine it's going to be a legitimate ref, right? Maybe yeah, even Jack I, Reese, I, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't think they've uh, <laughs> announced who the ref is going to be. Yeah. I know Mario Lopez is the. Uh, yeah, that in itself. Yeah, yeah already. Yeah, who's the you know the Roddy Piper like the yeah. guest referee with the quick count, right? So yeah, you know WBCs. Uh, you know they have the. Uh, they're going to present the winner with a belt. Yeah, the celebrity championship or some uh-huh. BS, right? That you were talking about. So yeah, it, it uh, there's going to be no official winner. Yeah, will be announced. I was going to ask, so nobody's really judging. Yeah, right? well, they they did. They're going to do a trio of uh, former boxing champions who are okay. going to be, you know, remotely scoring the fight for yeah. the WBC. You got yeah. Chad Dawson, yeah, Christy Martin, <laughs> yeah, and Vin, Vinny Pazienza. Oh wow. And no kidding. You know, so, uh, by the way, what an odd trio that what that is. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. And you said Chad Dawson, like, okay, you got the coal miner's daughter. Yeah. Right. One of the greatest, you know, women fighter of all time. I'll say, right. Uh-huh. At least certainly in that in that arena. I like Vinny Paz, by the way. Yeah. Good story on him. But what an odd trio. Yeah. The you heck know, did he... they pull those from, man? Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no one, nobody else was available. Yeah. <laughs> 
They got Dawson, <laughs> Christy Martin, and Pazienza? I, yeah. The hell did that happen? <laughs> you know? If you know. I told you, because when you said that, you know, there's going to be three fighters, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Sugar Ray Leonard, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, who Hagler, they, yeah, you know, well, Hagler, somebody, Hagler, yeah, Hagler would never do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after he did his stupid dance after the the Leonard fight, no, yeah. he was never to be seen. But guys that normally make you know the rounds for that kind of stuff, you know, hell, well, even Carlos Palomino, who now does movies that we you know we run into all the time, uh-huh. you know, even on Oscar De La Hoya, quite honestly. Well, when was the last time Chad Dons- Dawson was was relevant? That's what I'm saying. He, even I when think, he was fighting, he yeah, literally right, wasn't right. Relevant. He was in the light heavyweight division, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, you look him up on Boxing Rec. I mean, yeah, he was a. It's just an interesting uh, trio that mm-hmm. they got. I'm telling you, right? Yeah. Yeah, when you were setting that up, and I have no idea who you were gonna say, yeah. but I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, oh wow, they're actually pulling some, you know, legends, right? Mm-hmm. Tommy Hearns, if if he could, you know, be, uh, you know, if he could speak to a point, right? Yeah. But you know, there's there's a number of them. You couldn't get, uh, you know, I'm looking at Chad Dawson and who he's fought. You know, he's, you couldn't get Andre a, Ward, you know, I mean, Andre Ward, right? Bernard Hopkins. Uh-huh. You know, you. Uh, Antonio Tarver, even these guys, you know. There's plenty. How come they're, you know, they're not judges? There's plenty of fighters that you could have gotten. Yeah. That's why it's it's crazy that you got. Yeah, again, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm okay with Christy Martin, the coal miner's daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm even okay with Vinny Paz, man, <laughs> with the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll tell you, where's that fight at? That's in L.A., it's right? In LA, right? Yeah. We're in, in L.A.? Center. No kidding. Yeah. And But no audience, right? No audience. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're... Mario Lopez hosting. Yeah. Uh, you know, they think they're going to have some uh, some acts there, you know, yeah. performing. Um, I think you got Lil Wayne. Um, That's right. That's you know, right. The Baby, you know, a few right. other people. But I, I'm just curious to see. Uh, I'm going to ask you for a prediction. Yeah. Is this going to be a complete joke? Yeah. Or do you think somebody actually gets hit? And gets knocked out in this fight. I think that um, here's the thing, right? The, both these guys are competitors, former uh-huh. professional fighters. Now, and they're either really doing a good job going into this of talking uh-huh. it up and, and for uh-huh. marketing, right? Or they're serious. Yeah. And Mike Tyson is saying a lot about how he's going to go in there, right? And he wants to level and uh-huh. he's going in there for pain. He's saying all the right stuff, uh-huh. right? Very a la Clubber Lang, right? One yeah. prediction for the fight, remember? Pain. Pain. Yeah. And that's kind of what Mike Tyson is saying. So, to your question, if I believe that, uh-huh. Rick, then it's going to be we're going to see a fight, you yeah. know, at some point. And I, I hate to, I hate to to invoke this, Rick, but you remember the most famous exhibition fight we saw, <laughs> yeah, right? Drago Creed. Drago what happened Creed. in that one? Yeah, it uh, you know, ended in yeah, that know, was very very much very much Thunderdome type yeah. rules. Two men entered. One man leaves, uh-huh. right? Is that going to be? Is that going to be Thunderdome rules here with Jones and 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 Tyson? I think that it could happen. Mm-hmm. It very well could happen. We know that at this point, Jones right probably can't take a punch. Probably as good as Tyson does. Yeah, and Tyson's the bigger man. He's a heavyweight, so mm-hmm. I think it is possible. I think it is possible. Because and here's the other thing, don't forget, both of these guys have a tremendous amount of ego. Yeah. There's pride, right? Yeah. I mean, these guys are former world class champions, mm-hmm. right? They don't want to look like literally old timers. Like they they still see themselves as fighters. Yeah. 
Hell, Roe Jones probably still thinks he can compete for a championship. Uh, yeah, right. You know, and uh, you know th- that that's the thing, though. I think is if hmm. Roy Jones, you know, he's been knocked out several times, one punch knockouts. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah, and yeah, you know, Tyson, it's really usually a, an accumulation yeah. of, of right. punches, right? And then most of the time, he kind of quits, right? You know, as the right. fight goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, so. You know, if it turns into a fight and yeah. Roy Jones can avoid, you know, that one big yeah. punch, yeah. you know, but, but Tyson's going to land eventually. Yeah, I think so. So if I it's think a real so fight, yeah. you know, I think Tyson Tyson wins yeah. and he would knock him out. But I don't know if this is going to be a real fight. Yeah. I, I So, yeah, I don't know. So, you know, the uh, so Mike Tyson, it's pretty much even mm-hmm. as far as the money goes. Yeah. Okay. If Tyson is at minus 200 um, and Jones at plus 170. Okay. So basically means that you got to bet two hundred bucks on Tyson to win a hundred. Yeah. And if you bet a hundred on Roy Jones, you're going to win one seventy. So it's about even. Yeah. Right. It's as, as pretty much as even as you can get. So it's, so that's interesting, right? That Vegas and such are treating it as a legitimate fight, you know, from uh, from from the bookie from the money perspective. So I think we could see a legitimate fight in at in spurts. Okay. I think you're also going to see a lot of grab assing and you know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of shenanigans yeah. and laughing and whatnot. But I think because of all the things that I said, professional fighters, pride, ego, I think that you are going to see some fisticuffs at mm-hmm. some point, right? I, and, I, and I do hope to see that. You know, it. Uh, well, here's the thing, yeah. Rick. Hence why, and you can find out, Rick. You yeah. know how by paying forty nine ninety five. Yeah, you know that's, that. That's that's how to find out, that, man. That, that's basically what you're betting on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, right? It's it's almost it's like that circus act, right? If it's the mm-hmm. lady with the beard, right? Um, right. It, it's all that weird stuff. The four headed snake. That you know, you're like, no, nah, you know, there's no way that could be real, right? Or mm-hmm. is it? And sure enough, you end up paying the money, and you go. There's the freak show, kind of. Yeah, right? I, I was able to find who the who the ref is. Who is um, it? Ray Corona. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Good. the Honorable Ray Corona. Honorable Good. Ray Corona. Yeah. you know, from yeah. the, from the streets. That's right. We've yeah. talked to him a couple of times. Good dude. Uh-huh. So there you go. So it's a legitimate ref, which it had to be because yeah. it's sanctioned by the California Athletic State Commission. So it has to be legit. Yeah. Um, I, but you know all these all these rules, you know. No overaggression. Somebody no looks like they're going to get knocked yeah. out. They got to stop it. I think all that means, right, is like, you know, don't let a guy get pummeled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't let a guy get like completely obliterated because a la Apollo Creed. Yeah. And that's, and by the way, don't think that they didn't watch that mm-hmm. and say, look, right? And show the referee, this is what could happen yeah. in an exhibition. Well, see, I'm looking for it, but I don't see anywhere it says they're not going to allow yeah. a big dance number right before the fight. Mm-hmm. Because if because if there's a you know big dance number, yeah. Yeah. that fighter's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah the the ring works. So we're going to have to watch for the ring entrance. Yeah, and yeah, just an, an over right an an over uh, uh, jubilation mm-hmm. is is not going to be good. Well, Deontay Wilder, you know, he got yeah, you know, he lost his last fight because yeah. it's just too heavy a suit. But yeah, but uh, but Tyson Fury did kind of emulate Apollo Creed, yeah. which I thought was cool, <laughs> you know, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Nobody had ever done that, which I thought was great. They're two minute rounds, right? Mm-hmm. Same rounds as females are fighting, and females are pushing for three. You heard Sulem Urbina last week, uh-huh. so that's kind of ridiculous, yeah. you know. Which uh, you know, a lot a, of people, that's amateur, you know. Um, yeah, a, a lot of good uh, feedback on the uh, Sulem Urbina, yeah, you know, interview. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that thing blew up, by the way. Yeah. Thing absolutely blew up. Um, the cuts and stuff I get right because mm-hmm. again, 
if it is, and here's the thing, right? This is um, probably again the, the reason why I think this is so important. By the way, this fight, obviously not because of the significance in boxing, because none of these guys are going to beat the top guys, right? Yeah. Now Tyson has said that he would be interested in doing uh, um, these kind of exhibitions with Fury and mm-hmm. Joshua, right? Yeah. Um, and it, obviously that's all for money, okay? Mm. But this is almost like a feel-out for what other type of exhibition fights could be held yeah. and kind of the constraints, right, and the protocols if, if they're held, Rick. Yeah. So I think this is what this is. It's almost like a feel-out to say, hey, let's see how this goes. And if it does well, right, can we now, you know, is it now Holyfield mm-hmm. and Tyson, right? Yeah. Can we start to put some of these other guys? Because here's the thing, man. If it makes money and it sells pay-per-view, they're going to do it, right? But also, here's the hard part. Yeah. Say mm-hmm. this is a complete joke and they sit yeah. there and they're hugging for, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's right. Eight two-minute rounds. Nobody's going to buy any of that stuff. That's And that's my point. They is have that to go if, at it. If it turns into a train wreck, right, this mm-hmm. will be the last uh, exhibition type of fight that anybody yeah. will ever believe. Right? Yeah, then you have, De, you know, De La Hoya, you know. He'll get his exhibitions yeah. in, and uh, see. But he's not looking for an exhibition; no, like no, he's he looking wants a real for fight. yeah, it's a legitimate yeah. fight. And so, that's the difference here, right? And I respect that. Yeah, the, the only part that seems a little weird to me yeah. is if you know you have all these rules and you yeah. knew, you knew California was going to do this. Yeah, why not pick a different state? Yeah, why not pick a different state? You know, why not? Uh, you yeah, know, go to a different country. Yeah, and actually have a, a fight. Fight. Go to a different country like Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where you can get a no no need for a carrying concealed you weapon. Know, yeah, yeah. You know, go to, or even go to go to Arizona. Yeah, you know, Chavez Jr. was. Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, he got suspended by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Yeah, and they looked and the other way. Arizona. That's right. Yeah. They looked the other way. So which I don't ma- know why. I think you know why, Rick. It has a lot to do with the promoters, mm-hmm. the venue, the money, the television. It's all that. Yeah, all that has to do with it, right? So it's more again. It almost sounds, and you wonder, is this more of a made-for-TV event, right? In mm-hmm. other words, you know, boxing is boxing, right? We'll get legitimate athletic or boxing contest, Ricks, Rick, where we look back and say, hey, was was the fix in, mm-hmm. right? Did this fighter take a dive, etc." So I wouldn't put that past this contest either to say, is it scripted, right? And say, hey, yeah. look, guys, right? Come on out, right? Go hard the first round. You, I mean, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it very well could be. Yeah. Just just because of what you said, hey, if it's a good enough fight, do we want a rematch? Yeah. Right? Or, you know, he wins and everyone loves it and it was competitive. Mm-hmm. Next is Holyfield Tyson. And then at some point is it, hey, let's just let them fight. Yeah. Right? So, I, you know, you never know. Yeah. You know, I'm... I'm interested to see just what what this actually is going to be. Yeah, you know, the, like yeah, to to watch it. You know, yeah. th- we'll definitely be watching it. Yeah, you know, just to see what is this. Well, here's the thing, right? So, in boxing, right, there's different levels of fights, right? There's the actual fight, mm-hmm. and then before that, there's sparring, yeah. right? But even in sparring, Rick, there's different types of sparring. There's sparring yeah. where literally. Um, where you're told to, to, you know, basically this is 100%, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's sparring where you're pulling your punches. Yeah. Okay. They're sparring where the the opponents, right, of, of the fighter that you're preparing, that fighter is instructed to say, hey, look, mm-hmm. right, 
Here's all you need to do. You need to emulate whatever, right? Whatever fighter that the guy happens to be fighting. They say, we want you to fight his style. We don't need you to hurt our guy, right? Yeah. So there's different layers of sparring that are controlled. And then there's the real fight. Where is this fight and all that? Somewhere in between. Yeah. Somewhere in between all that is what I think. Where it is, I don't know what's going to be completely scripted, mm -hmm. but I think they definitely have their instructions. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? To say, hey, look, guys, right? That You can talk all you want. Obviously, we want you to market it. Yeah. We want you to be out there on Instagram, Twitter, the news, every avenue you can talking about how you're going to knock each other's head off. And it may say exhibition on paper, right? Yeah. But there is no such thing as exhibition for you, right? But in reality, it's like, hey, guys, here's kind of how we want it to go. Mm-hmm. Right, which, yeah. like I said, which is, and that's kind of what you do in sparring. It's a controlled sparring session. It's not a real sparring yeah. session. So real you think sparring they're going at fifty percent, seventy five percent. I do. Know? I think yeah. that they're I, again scripted. Sounds heavy, but I think it's going to be a controlled exhibition. That's what they do in sparring. Like yeah. I said, the problem with sparring, and you know, depending on the fighter, like Roberto Duran. Macho Camacho, some of those guys, it didn't matter what you told them. Yeah. They would give them instructions, right? And they'd go in there and they, it literally was a fight. Well, you know, there's and, no and such it thing. Could be something that, you know, it escalates. Yeah. You know, where, you know, yeah. somebody thinks, oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought we were taking it easy. You know, you're not taking it easy. Right. And that's know, a great point. And, and then it starts going. Um, and that's a great point. And that yeah. happens in sparring, even where, hey, man, you're supposed to pull your punches. Yeah. You know, that didn't feel like you pulled your punches. It lands yeah. solid. And then all of a sudden, they get they fight in spurts, yeah. and I think we may see that. I think we may see also a lot of nothing, right? Mm -hmm. It's only eight rounds. It's only two. You know, it's only sixty minutes, yeah. right? And I'll tell you, no matter what, right? Even though these guys were fighters, nothing. Um, you can't replicate a real fight, yeah. and that's why they're going only two minutes. By the way, because these guys would be gassed after eight yeah. rounds. Trust me, yeah. they would be gassed. Tyson was gassed after six rounds in his prime mm -hmm. if he could knock a guy out. Yeah. Imagine at 54, mm -hmm. right, smoking bud. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, so I, I don't know, man. So as far as, yeah, you know, predictions, yeah, I think Tyson's going to win. Yeah. I've got Tyson. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that it matters. I don't even care, quite uh -huh. honestly. I'm more about, I guess, you know, I mean, we're probably going to have to end up watching it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I think we definitely have to. Unfortunately, because Badu Jack is fighting. Yeah. And then you got Jake Paul and, uh, and uh, I forget what his name Nate is. Robinson. Yeah, Nate Robinson, you know. So, you know, it, it'll it be, uh, I'm just curious <laughs> to see what this is going to be. You know? and, and that's the whole thing, Rick, yeah. is that they've done a good job at, um, at, at striking yeah. and kind of hitting that curiosity point, right? And, and it just can't it's be... It's your interest, right? Yeah. You, you want to know, know. And it it just can't be a joke or or this never happens again. That That's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. there's so much on the line for this one, Rick. There's so much on the line because... Because we can't... We, we just can't get tricked. Like, they do this, it's a joke, and then, well, the, oh, the next one's for real. No. And, and, and that, now, like, and it's even Lindy more. Now, you, now maybe that's why they have the judges there. What's yeah. next, right? Yeah. Pazienza Leonard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yeah. you could see that happen. Yeah. I gear Pazienza would do it in a heartbeat. So would Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. Christy Martin and you know Layla Ali, mm -hmm. the fight that we never saw, or Christy Martin and uh Lucia Riker. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so yeah, now we know. Maybe and, and, maybe and, it, and it just keeps their uh you know, their records intact. You yeah. know, you got a Layla Ali, but if she loses an exhibition, yeah, she was still undefeated as a yeah. uh 
I mean, fighters did exhibitions, right? They yeah. would be exhibitions. You had a, um, was it Ali? You know, fought Andre the Giant, right? Mm-hmm. You got these. I mean, so this is not new, is what I'm saying, yeah, right? H- like Hogan, you know, yeah, uh, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So the, the 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 thought and the concept of an exhibition is nothing new. In fact. Yeah. We've gone away from them, right? The heavyweight champion of the world used to have exhibitions against, you know, bears and all kinds of stuff, right? So this is nothing new. It's just what's different now, it's that these are actual fighters Mm -hmm. that you would expect to see in an actual fight, not completely declawed, right, with, you know, so many constraints. Like, yeah, if you get cut, you're done. If, yeah, if it looks like you're going to knock the guy out, we're stopping the fight, right? And so I can tell you one thing that's going to happen no matter what. It's going to end in controversy. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. One 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 guy's going to think he won. Other guy's going to think he won. Or the fight gets stopped because yeah. somebody got cut or somebody got hit. Somebody's going to say they didn't have a chance to finish. I'm a fighter. Let's do it again. It's very much, right? Again, it's almost like the Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Mm-hmm. deal, right? Well, we keep thinking, right, okay, this is the fight. This is the fight where he's finally going to take right, it serious. Take it serious. He's going to focus. He's going to put it all together, and then we see the same thing. And, you yeah. know, speaking of, he's fighting this weekend, but – and it's going to – and that's what we're hoping for here is like, you know what? Maybe we will see a fight, and that's the problem is that – and we're going to be disappointed, by the way. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, because in, in our hearts, right, we remember these guys, and you think of the names. That's why we're, that's why we're going to pay 50 bucks. Uh-huh. It's like, you never know. Let's see what happens, right? Just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Curiosity. As opposed to waiting a week, right? And then you hear, yeah, it was a joke, and then there you have it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we'll definitely check it out. Uh, you know, the real fight of the week, uh, of the weekend, we got Daniel Jacobs, Gabriel Rosado. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Rick. Let's take a quick break, okay. and then let's talk about that on the other side um, because there are real fights. Yeah taking place this weekend so let's talk about that and then let's make sure we talk about some of the fights that took place um this past weekend um so we'll be right back pacific goes boxing all right pacific goes boxing alfonso ruiz rick prado all right rick so let's uh let's pivot over to uh a real fight cards although you know there are there are real fighters there again badu jack is on the is on the card. Mm-hmm. All respect to him and, and the other real fighters. Yeah. Um, but really, the you know the main event is the Tyson, Tyson and, and, and Jones. Jones. So what else we got coming up? We got a couple of decent cards. Yeah, you know, DeZone uh, has a card uh, from uh, Florida. Uh, Daniel Jacobs versus Gabriel Rosado. Yeah. Uh, you know, got Jacobs at uh, thirty six and three. His losses, you know, Triple G, Canelo. Um, and Pivog, which yeah. was early in his career. Yeah, 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 really um, early. And then, um, you know, Grisado's at 22, 12, and 1. Yeah. So Gabriel Rosado has kind of like that Rocky record where, you know, it's yeah. Just, yeah. he's got a lot of losses. Hey, here's the thing. Philly guy, right? 12 yeah. losses. Here's the thing, right? And, you know, I'm a Gabriel Rosado fan, mm-hmm. and for no other reason is that you know what you're going to get, right? Yep. You're going to get an exciting fight. He's going to be in your face. He's not going to quit on the stool. Mm-hmm. Certainly not by his own his own um, a choice. Yeah. Um. You know, a la, a la Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Mm-hmm. with nose or he can't breathe or whatever. So, I respect him for that. Right. Yeah. And that that he is, and he's a Philly fighter, and he's tough. He's really instigated and called out Jacobs, yeah. right? Because he's saying that Jacobs is more, um, you know, he talked his way up. 
right mm-hmm. in into the uh into the championship and and whatnot right and jacob said that uh he didn't really deserve this fight he's done nothing to deserve fighting him that uh jacobs has done nothing to deserve no no the rosado right rosado has done nothing to yeah. deserve fighting him and you know what i and i hate to say it but but he's right he's right <laughs> yeah he's right and he's not right because here's the thing right and i mean this guys like rosado uh, who, by the way, is ranked number 11 by the WBC, mm-hmm. okay? You know, I, and I hate saying the term gatekeeper and journeyman because it's almost like it, it's a very negative moniker and, and almost it's just – and I don't think that's what Gabe Rosada is. Like, Gabe Rosada is a fighter. Mm-hmm. And I think because of the entertaining fights he's given us, whether it was against, you know, Pedro Angulo or remember the odd fight he had in Vegas when they uh, – the guy from Texas, right? They fought in that, you know, no no ropes and, you know, and he knocked them out, yeah. right? I mean, I guess what I'm getting to is, no, Gabriel Rosetta does deserve a shot at Jacobs, mm-hmm. man. He really does, right? If for no other reason, because he's given us enough entertaining fights over the last 10 years that, you know what? Yeah, now, I wish this fight could be taking place at the Blue Horizon in Philadelphia, <laughs> right? But, yeah, man, he's a Philly fighter. He's tough. Um, he's got a gym open up here in LA, right? So he's got a lot of things going on. So hell yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, who, no. Who, who else is Jacobs gonna fight? Yeah, you know, and I think I think he's probably treating this one as a as as the tune up fight, you know, to fight somebody, uh, you know, somebody else. Yeah. Now, if you say, you know, does um, does Gabriel Sardo have a shot? Right. Yeah. That's a different. That's a different discussion. If yeah. You say okay. No, I'll let that. You're saying, boy, you're saying a whole lot about Rosado. So, are you siding with Rosado? Right. Yeah. No, I'm not siding with Rosado. Yeah. As far as if I think he's going to win, I can guarantee you he's going to give us a hell of a fight. Yeah. As far as the money is concerned, okay. Daniel Jacobs, brace yourself, okay. Minus three thousand. Yeah. So you got to lay down three thousand dollars to make a hundred to win a hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, and and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and lock, you know, make this the lock of the week. Well, this is the lock of the yeah, week. This wow. Is the lock of the okay, week. lock you know, of the week. There it is, folks. Really, yeah, really yeah. Going out on a we need limb. your own. We need your own soundbite. I'm gonna have um, to put that in. Lock yeah. of the week. Lock uh, of the week. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, you know, Daniel Jacobs probably doesn't take this fight unless it's you know unless it's the lock of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Miracle Man. Yeah, the Miracle Man. Uh, I see this one mm-hmm. probably stoppage around seven, seven or eight. Is it? A, it's only a ten round fight, right? Yeah. Rosado cuts. He cuts. You know, Cut, he he's cu- he's tough. You know, it's probably tough. a tougher fight than yeah. Jacobs is going to think, but uh, I think yeah. Rosado. Anytime the uh, the competition gets a little bit better, you know, he he seems to struggle. He's got Freddie Roach in his corner, meaning Gabe Rosado does. Yeah. You know. Um. Well, that's why I pushed it out to the seventh inning. Well, that's why. So, so yeah, yeah, Roach gave you an extra yeah, round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with you, right? Yeah. And again, this is I, I've got. Yeah. I'm not going to go to Vegas like I did last time. I almost put all that money mm-hmm. down on uh, Devin Haney. Remember yeah. that. You you advised against it and I didn't. Yeah. Um I probably should have. I would have, you know, got my gas money back at yeah. least. Yeah. Um unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because Gabe Rosado is very likable, right? Mm-hmm. Again, because all of his fights are action packed. All of yeah. his fights are guaranteed to be an actual fight. Right? He subscribes to the fact to this. This is the fight game, not the flight game. That's Gabe Rosado. That being said, 
yeah, this could easily be, uh, you know, huge blowout, eight yeah. two, nine one, right? But right, um, remember Sergio Mora dropped da- uh, Daniel Jacobs, mm-hmm. right? Sergio Mora dropped him. Remember that? In fact, yeah. they both dropped each other in the same round, and, and not a big punch puncher. No, and not a big yeah. puncher, and he was able to drop him. So, and Gabriel Sato, right? He's he's got he's got some dynamite in his hands, mm-hmm. and so he's got a puncher's chance, is what I'm saying. Yeah. He's got a puncher's chance. That's the fight, by the way. Now he's no longer asking it. He's more into golf, mm-hmm. meaning the uh, the Latin snake. Because the Latin snake says, "Hey, I'm not retired. I'm looking for another fight." Yeah, Gabriel Sato's the fight I wanted. Yeah, because I think that'd be a good fight. Yeah, you know, right? I, Both about think... the same height, about six one, right around there. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. I think that Daniel Jacobs is still in his prime. He's going to outbox him. Yeah, it'll either be a blowout or, like you said, it'll be a TKO eight uh, yeah. late. Not because, not because. Um, uh, 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 Rosado can't continue, but probably more to do with cuts, yeah, and things like that. Yeah, and you know, I, I hope Rosado wins. I like Rosado. You know, I, I think we, you know, I'm going to be rooting for him, but it, I just don't think he can get it. It's done. interesting you say that, but yeah. yeah, but so am I. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, let's put everything else aside. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching the fight this Friday at Standing Eight Count Studios, mm-hmm. right in the 65 inch flat screen 4K TV. Yeah, right that we invested in and. The zone. I got the DAZN app on there, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if I told you that, uh-huh. but yeah, I got the DAZN app. So yes, I'm hoping that Gabe Rosado can pull it off. Yeah, but I don't think he is, Rick. I don't think so either. I don't that's think why he I is. Lock, that's the lock of the week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Uh, got you. We've also got uh, an ESPN Plus card uh, for Saturday. Uh, Daniel Dubois against uh, Joe Joyce. Yeah. You know, that, couple, yeah. Couple I'm of sorry, unbeaten uh, heavyweights. Yeah, that that really right. If you had to mm-hmm. circle and say what's the fight of the week, it's those guys. Yeah. Costa Pond, mm-hmm. right? Um, the zone, I would imagine, right? Uh, ESPN Plus. Oh, ESPN yeah. Plus. No kidding. I just associate everything with across the pond with yeah. Eddie Hearn and Matchroom immediately. So right? it's probably front and center on the ESPN uh, website. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's crazy, but if yeah. you go to ESPN Boxing, you're not even going to see a glitch. Yeah. I'm telling you, go right now. I would be I'd be shocked yeah. if you saw them, right? Because most fight fans don't know who these guys are. Daniel Dubow, right? He's really the one. Daniel Dynamite Dubow, by the way, he's really the one that they're kind of setting up as this being more of a you know a step up. He's 23 years old, and it is a step up, by the way, because yeah. if you look at his resume, right? Last last fight, he, uh, obviously, most fighters have been. Not exactly active because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricardo uh, Snyder's, Kiyotoro Fujimoto, right? Uh, Ebenezer Tetek. So not exactly a who's who of heavyweights. Yeah. Okay. So this is the first big step up for um, for him. Joe Joyce, on the other hand, although you know at eleven and zero, he has fought Brian Jennings. Okay. Yeah. Um, unanimous decision, and of course Brian Jennings. Uh, has been in the ring with the Klitschko's, okay? Um, with with the, so he's he's been in the so he's got maybe that guy on his resume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, but uh, you know, you know, Spilska, um, Je, you know, Jennings beat um, Artur Spilska, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, so I mean, he, these guys I'm just looking at is he, he lost to Vladimir Klitschko, so yeah, you know, definitely an, an important fight, you know. Um, you know these guys are in in the top ten and a lot of the uh, you know in the rankings 
you know, Du Bois is, you know, seven, you know, Joyce is 11, you know, and so, you know, this is going to be, this can go a long way to, uh, you know, these guys on their way to a title shot. No, this is it. You're absolutely yeah. right. Um, Daniel Dubois ranked number two by the WBO, mm-hmm. right? Joe Joyce is ranked number 11. So, yeah, no, the, uh, Daniel Dubois number seven in the mm-hmm. WBC. Um, of course, you got Chris Ariola ranked number eight by the WBA. Yeah. So there, there, there's your guy and there. You, uh, you, Our guy. You got a prediction for this one? Um, I do, and okay. I think that it's. I think Daniel Dubois. Yeah. I think Daniel Dubois wins. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, he's he's the A side in this one, and uh, you know, I think he pulls it out. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I think it. I think there's even a possibility, right? If you take a look at um, big, uh, big, big knockout guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I think his last uh, one, two, or his last. Five fights have all been won by knockout. Yeah. Okay, last six fights have all been won by KO. I don't know if he KOs Joyce, but I see a unanimous decision. Yeah, you know, big guy. Majority see, decision. Sorry, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna say unanimous. I'm yeah. gonna say unanimous. Yeah, you know, big guy, six five. You know, I think, uh, you know, fourteen. Yeah, fourteen of his fights, fifteen wins have been by knockout. Um, you know, I, I think he probably wins by late late round knockout. We'll see because yeah. that and that's that's what's intriguing about this matchup, mm-hmm. right? Because he's finally fighting somebody that's considered to be um, an opponent, right? That can possibly stand in there, yeah, and and fight with him. So we'll see. Yeah, and, you know, it's one of those things where you know I'm looking at uh, Du Bois' record, and uh, he's gone to the fifth twice, and that's it. You know, so yeah. if he, he's got to go those twelve rounds. You know, it's going to be uh, you know pretty tough. Yeah, he hasn't been passed. So if you look at him, right, he's mm-hmm. only pinned. I said his last six knockouts. So I'm just looking at his last. I always yeah. look at the, the fighters' last five fights. Um, it was only against Kevin Johnson that he went the full ten rounds. Yeah. Other than that, right, the most he's went is five rounds. Yeah. Okay, and that was back in 2000. That was last year, back in July mm-hmm. of 2019. So yeah, you're right. It's setting up for a knockout. Yeah. But this is this is going to be as tough as opponent. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, looking forward to watching this one. Um, you know, also we mentioned before, you know, the uh, Chavez Jr. Yeah. He's got a fight, you know, uh, you know, small-time fight um, yeah, against uh, Jason Mirda. Yeah. If, uh, you, know, uh, you know, he calls it a crossroads fight where, you know, this is going to go a long way to deciding, you know, is he going to keep fighting, is he not? Yeah. Um, you know, it's telling me that they picked a really good opponent. Um where you know he's gonna win, and uh, you know he's gonna try to resurrect his career. He's he's talking about Zerto Ramirez in yeah. 2021, yeah. Uh, which you know the one thing that will happen. Yeah, it's gonna get a big fight. Yeah, you know, come 2021, he's gonna get a big fight because yeah. he still has a big name and people are willing to watch him. So, and by the way, if, uh, stepping back, um, oh. Joe Joyce out mm-hmm. of his 11 fights, um, he's got 10 knockouts as well. By yeah. the way. So yeah, you're talking about two guys with thunder mm-hmm. that are going in the ring, right? So only each each has only had one fight that they haven't knocked out the opponent. Yeah. Um. So, just to you know, just a level set for Le- Joe Joyce and what Le- he's done. Yeah. Little Le- Le- little bit older, you know. He's 35. Yeah. You know, he's 35, and, but yeah. you know, the juggernaut. Yeah. Joe the juggernaut Joyce. So, but yeah. So back to Chavez Jr. Sorry. Yeah. Listen, man. You know, I'm I'm done after the fight with Jacobs. Yeah. Right. Speaking of Jacobs and uh, Gabriel Sato, right? Started out great, had his nose broken, couldn't breathe, and he quit. And then this last five, I'm done. 
right? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Unfortunately, you're right. He's probably going to get one more big fight, and he's going to disappoint again. Yeah. So let's move on. I mean, yeah, he's, no, he's, he's, yeah, a, he's a. By the way, um, Demetrius Andre is fighting uh, this weekend as well. Oh yeah, that's right. He is on the uh, undercard of the uh, Jacobs Rosado. Yes. Yeah, he's on the undercard fighting yeah. the tough uh, Dusty Hernandez Harrison. Yeah. 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 Now, you know, and then you know, since we've been, since I've been watching these numbers, right. Uh-huh. Just because, because, you know, we could talk about what we think is going to happen, and then you kind of look and say, well, geez, let me just, you know, see what, what the, where the money's at. Demetrius Andrade, you want to take a guess? Uh, ba- based on the number I gave you for uh, Daniel Jacobs was at minus 3,000. Uh-huh. Where do you think Demetrius Andre is for this it's fight? It's probably 6,000. <laughs> you were close. Minus 5,000. Okay. Minus 5,000. That's yeah. the number. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, the number, by the way, for Daniel Dubow and, and Joe Joyce. So Dubow is favored, but mm-hmm. um, minus 485. Okay. Yeah, so 485 to win 100. Yeah. Uh, and, and Joe Joyce is at plus 385. Yeah. So big hundred. Yeah. So that, you know, not exactly even. Yeah. But it's not, they're not saying that's a blowout either mm-hmm. in, in Dubow's, in Dubow's uh, direction. Yeah. So what does that mean? It means this may be an interesting fight, and it, and it's yeah. really worth watching. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I'm I'm looking forward to that one, and uh, yeah, maybe not so much about the Dusty Hernandez Harrison uh, fight, but uh, you know, I, I like Demetrius Andrade. You know, if he, he wins this one, sets him up. You know, I think he's hoping to get one of get Charlo. You know, it's probably not going to happen, um, and you know, just it's tough for uh, Andrade to get fights. Yeah, and it's interesting, right? Because he's trying to call out everybody and anybody. Yeah, and so it 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 leads to um, part of what I mentioned in the intro, which was so he's the 160 you know pound you know heavy um, middleweight champion, mm-hmm. and so the WB the the super middleweight division right um, is going to be interesting because now so you've got Canelo that's agreed to fight. Uh, Caleb Smith, mm-hmm. right? Callum Smith. Is that on the 5th or the 19th? The 19th. The 19th. And so what's interesting about that is that's going to be really to clarify who the WBA champion is. Mm-hmm. The WBC champion is vacant, right, of course, yeah. because David Benavidez lost that on the scales, right? Yeah. And so what the WBC was hoping for was to have their championship contested between uh, Canelo and Avni Elidrum. Mm-hmm. Who's currently ranked the number two in the WBC? Well, all that's out the window now, yeah. right? All that's out because now Canelo is fighting um, Caleb Smith. Caleb Smith, by the way, holds the um, what is it called? The WBC, uh, um, not the Diamond or some. It doesn't matter. The Super, yeah, yeah. not the Super, not yeah. the Super. Only the WBA has the yeah. Super, but it's it's some version of the WBC, which doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So here's what's going to happen. Rick, here's the here's kind of the ripple effect of of Canelo deciding to fight Callum Smith, is that you've got David Benavidez ranked number one still, mm-hmm. right? Just because he lost the fight at the scales, that didn't drop him, and the WBC is not stupid about dropping him because he's very marketable, right? Yeah. Young, Hispanic, good fighting stuff. So what it looks like it's going to happen. In fact, you know it. it this is it probably is what's going to happen. Is now David Benavidez is going to fight Avni Elidrum. For the WBC yeah. strap, okay. Now, why is that good for boxing fans? For us, because what that means is, 
it sets up a pretty it sets up several good fights, okay? Yeah. So let's assume that Ganelov and David Benavides win mm-hmm. if those fights get made, right? Mega fight Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. yeah. Benavides and Canelo. Yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, set up that uh... mega fight now. He, right now, here's the thing, right? Okay, you say okay. What if Benavides doesn't win? Mm-hmm. Now, let's not say if Canelo doesn't win, Canelo's going to beat Callum Smith. Yeah. Okay. If, and now we'll get into the details as we get closer, but he's going to beat him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And even if Benavides, um, even if he doesn't fight Canelo, okay. Sorry, if 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 Benavides does beat Elidrum and he doesn't fight. You've still got Caleb Plant, who's the IBF mm-hmm. super middleweight champion. Well, guess who Caleb Plant and David Benavides are both promoted by, right? PVC. Yeah. Those guys have been jawing back and forth for the last year, right? Mm-hmm. So even if the May 5th fight doesn't transpire with Canelo and David Benavides, can you imagine in May Benavides and Caleb Plant? Yeah. No, definitely. You know, that, that'd be a great fight. Um you know, I think Benavidez gets by Yadidram, you know, pretty easily. Yadidram's not even ranked on any of the other uh, sanctioning bodies. Which doesn't mean anything, remember. But Yeah, you know. but, you know, it. Uh, I, th- I think he wins that fight, you know, fairly easily. And then you, you could have a, uh, you know, the Callum Smith, you know, Canelo winner, um, you know, fight a Billy Joe Saunders, you yeah, know, and then maybe right. build towards a, uh, you know, just – a unification bout for the whole the whole division. Yeah, which you know that'll be you know that's yeah. what you're thinking by the way. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't think PBC is going to allow that to happen. Wanna, yeah, they're going to want to make sure that they keep a portion right because that's what I'm saying. If they don't. They have no issues with Benavides fighting Caleb mm-hmm. Plant because the winner is PBC. Yeah, <laughs> right. There is no loser for PBC, but yeah, they, I, I don't think they'll allow the winner of Benavides mm-hmm. and Plant to fight Canelo. Or well, if you've got Canelo as a free agent, you yeah. know, maybe, you know, yeah. maybe they decide to do it if he's a free agent and they don't have to pay, you know, a DAZN or an ESPN or somebody to... They would have to have something yeah. in writing really clear from Canelo to say, hey, if you win, right? Yeah. You're not, if you win... you got to give us one more fight yes. at least. Yeah, you've got to give us one more fight with one of our fighters, Yeah, right? Regardless and, of who we choose, yeah. And, and that would probably be a Charlo or, or something like that. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. We'll move Charlo up. To, you fight him at a catch weight or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So it's interesting, but that's why, you know, when fighters, especially, you know, at Canelo's level, right, it's it's just like it's, it's like a game of chess, right? You see the, the pieces moving on the board, right? Yeah. Once he made that decision to fight Callum Smith, right, everything else kind of just starts moving into place, mm-hmm. you know, because the WBC is kind of left holding the bag saying, what the hell, right? What happened to us? Yeah. And But that's fine. They're in a good position because they still got David Benavidez, who they would prefer to have been their champion anyways. Although, I say that. But they were really hoping since he lost, since he didn't make wife, they were really hoping Canelo would fight uh, Elidrum. Yeah. I mean, they were really hoping, right? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. WBC, based out of Mexico, Canelo, the whole thing. You know what I mean? You talk about the perfect. Just didn't work out for them. Mm-hmm. That's why they're going to push for the Benavides Elidrum so they could have Benavides as the WBC champ. And they know that Canelo is going to want a piece of that. Without a doubt, yeah, you know, and like I said, either way, even if Elidrum wins, right? I, I go down that avenue, Rick. Even if Elidrum wins, not a big deal because guess what? Now Canelo's licking his chops, yeah, saying, "Great, I'll fight your champion." 
right? Mm-hmm. So he beat Smith. He beats Elidrum. Guess what? He's holding all the cards now. He's got the WBC mm-hmm. and the WBA, right, cha- uh, uh, versions of the Super Middleweight Championship, holding all the cards. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Now he goes to PBC and says, okay, you want me to fight Caleb Plant, right? Yeah. $40 million. <laughs> Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. A little bit more than what he would have gotten from the whole zone deal, mm-hmm. man. I mean, seriously, think yeah. about Think about how much more leverage Canelo would have. Yeah. And you could see that, right? So there's Canelo's two fights, presumably, right? You got um, Callum Smith. He's only going to fight twice, right? Mm-hmm. And you would think he's going to fight the, the Cinco de Mayo and the September 13th. Yeah. The you know, Mexican Independence Day. So there they are. He beats Callum Smith, and then May is either Elidrum or David Venavides. September, Caleb Plant. Yeah, that's be, how it's looking. It'd be great, yeah. I mean, that's how the roadmap's looking. Uh-huh. No, yeah, a lot of interesting fights, and it's the uh, division is loaded, man. Yeah, and then and then like I said, you know, we got into this talking about Demetrius Andre, and you got Demetrius Andre sitting there, right? Yeah, and 160. Who's Demetrius Andre's with? Is, uh, he's is he with, with P- uh, Matro. Yeah. yeah, he's with Matchroom, so I mean... So, you I, know, maybe I think eventually, you know, I think they're going to try to steer clear of this, but, uh, you know, eventually there's going to be nobody else to fight in that division. Yeah. Andre's going to have to fight, you know, a Triple G. A triple G, I was, was going to say Mugia, that. Right. Uh, but he's probably going to have to wait until those two fight one another. Yeah. And then maybe fight the loser. Right, right. Got, I was going to say, it sets up for him, right, yeah. to uh, triple the Triple G fight would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Promotional companies, right? There's some um, uh, um, relate better relationships, etc. Yeah. Because to fight Charlo at PBC, forget it, right? Yeah. No. And fighting somebody from PBC is just impossible. Yeah. Absolutely impossible, and it's too bad because who wouldn't? And he, by the way, he's going all out on social media, mm-hmm. Demetrius Andrade, saying just basically anybody fight me. Anybody fight me? You know. The, the, and I believe him. Yeah. You know the tough part is you know he's a good slick boxer. Yeah. You know left handed. Yeah. You know, so he's he's being avoided. Mm-hmm. I saw his brother fight in Ontario, yeah. by the way, and yeah. uh, and he was there. Cool. What else we got, Rick? Um, okay, so um, we've got uh, you know fight over the weekend. Um, we had uh, Oshaki Foster yeah. versus uh, Mickey Roman. Yeah. Um, this one was is actually uh, the first fight for uh, Ring City USA. Yeah. Um it's through uh NBC Sports. Um yeah. I kinda like the the setup. Yeah. They did it right outside of uh the wildcard gym. Yeah, Freddie Roach. You know, uh the locker rooms were kind of Freddie Roach's right uh actual gym. Yeah. They did it outside. Um it's kind of a you know, cool look. Um yeah. I did like uh Sean Porter as yeah. the uh uh-huh. the commentator. You know, mm-hmm. he, he kind of uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh he does a good job explaining yeah. Everything where yeah. if you know you, you don't follow boxing, yeah, he's able to kind of make it, yeah. You know, I think that's uh, I think that's probably by the way. I know people are still asking what happened to our pound for pound list, and we're mm-hmm. gonna do that. But yeah. even a list of like the best color commentators and the best you know former fighters, I agree with you, mm-hmm. and I don't have to agree with you. Is that I like Sean Porter as well? Yeah, yeah, his suit. A little out there, a little but, out there, but, yeah. No, but that's that, but that's so, separate. But so be yeah. it. Yeah, that's separate. That we're not we're not judging him <laughs> yeah. on attire. We're judging him on content and what yeah. he brought to the table. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, yeah. So here's the deal. I'm right there with you. This is right here, right in our backyard, uh-huh. Southern California. Some pretty competitive fights, by the way. Yeah. Um, the Mickey Roman fight, unfortunately, wasn't right. Yeah. And Mickey Roman is done. I could. It didn't even look like him, right? Yeah. No. Um, and Mickey Roman, of course, brought us some absolute, just you know, uh, um, entertaining fights. So we, in some wars. In some yeah. wars, right? We saw him fight with uh, Mirasan, right? Mm-hmm. Mira, who of course ended up li- uh, losing to uh, Miguel Burchelt. Yeah. And uh, and Mickey Roman fought both of them. Yeah. He fought Mira and he fought Burchelt, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, an absolute great fights. Yeah, but he's he's done, unfortunately, especially after losing this past Thursday. I mean, th- th- this was it for him. Yeah. No, I think I think he ends. Uh, he's sixty-two and fourteen at this point. You know, forty-seven knockouts. <laughs> He's had a great career, yeah. um, but uh, you know I think he was talking about possibly getting a title shot if he was able to win this one. Um, yeah. The other guy was just too young, too fast, too big, and um, you know he's only got a record of you know eighteen and two, you know ten knockouts. So it wasn't, you know, yeah, it wasn't a who's it wasn't who. a top guy. Yeah, yet. it wasn't a who's who as far um, as who he was losing to. That's for sure. The, the other sure. interesting thing was was Mickey Roman was uh, they had to confiscate his gloves. Yeah, he submitted two pairs of gloves with no padding in them. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, so um, wow, you know, Lou no Debello, was, Lou, Lou Debello <laughs> was pretty pissed about it. Yeah, um, you know he's wondering, you know, how does this happen? You know, there's yeah. no padding in, in them <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, uh, you know he submitted pictures of uh, of of the gloves, and, and and you can you can tell that uh, you know there's there's significantly less than what yeah. should be in there. Yeah. Well, the the Panama Lewis removing yeah. the removing the horsehair. So yeah, he, from he, the gloves. he brought the Cleto Reyes gloves, yeah. and then uh, you know he had to switch to probably Everlast that he got at the Big Five, probably. Uh, yeah, right pretty, before the fight. Right yeah. before the fight. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so going into the fight, I mean, he was uh, Mickey Roman was ranked number seven by the WBC, mm-hmm. um, not ranked anywhere else. Again, unsurprisingly, he's a Mexican. You know. Yeah. WBC, whatever. But I think this is it for him. No, yeah, yeah. You know, he'll well, he'll keep fighting, but it'll be smaller and smaller. You know, he'll fight in Mexico, venues, right? Yeah. That's where he'll fight. He'll yeah. fight a lot of Mexico. We're still going to catch him making the rounds and making the circuit, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's too bad again, right? But a great warrior gave us a lot of good fights. Um, but that, yeah, that was pretty much it. This guy that he that beat him is I don't want to say journeyman, but he's not world class. Yeah, no, no, and. Uh, you know, once you start losing to those kind of guys, you know that that that's it. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Because that guy that he beat, that beat him, is probably you know, I, you know, uh, 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 you know, the gatekeeper at best. Yeah. Even gatekeepers giving him too much. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah. nothing against them, but you know what I mean. But that being said. I love the fights on Thursday nights. Yeah. I love the fights. It yeah. reminds me again the USA uh, fights on Tuesday mm-hmm. night with Sean O'Grady and um, it was Albert. I forget his first name, but anyways, I, I love it. Yeah, and they're going to be more. By the way, there's more coming up uh, next month. I think. Yeah, and imagine uh, when we can have fans there to go watch those fights. Yeah, I think uh, you know. Hopefully, you know, so, sometime next year, you know, we'll get. Uh, you know, it, it'd be nice to go out to the wildcard gym. You know, yeah. watch those fights. Or, yeah, for sure. Wherever they're at. Um, uh, another warrior fought over the past weekend. Um, you know, this one kind of snuck past us. Yeah. Uh, Francisco Bandito Vargas. Yeah. Uh, another one of our favorites, you know, always yep. in a war. Yeah. Um, he scored a brutal um, third round knockout over Otto Gomez. Yeah. And, um, you know, this one was in, 
in Mexico. Yeah. Um, you know, the, uh, Bendito Vargas, you know, he, he actually took a long break. You know, I think yeah. he was beaten by uh, Bertelt twice. Yeah. And uh, this was, you know, after a big delay, you know, this is the first time he'd fought. I don't think he fought um, Bertelt twice. I think he fought him once, didn't he? Um, he got knocked out the first time, and then I think he got a uh, decision. Um, okay, I, I didn't think he. I didn't think he actually fought him. The well, because uh, he got the rematch. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's rematch. right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Oh, did yeah, he get knocked right. out both times? Um, he got knocked out the first time, and uh-huh. then it was stopped uh, because of cuts. The cuts, yeah. In the uh, it was a, like a technical decision. Yeah. In the uh, ninth round, but that's right. Um, and that's another guy, right? You talk about, you know, fights of the year, mm-hmm. if you remember. Fights yeah. of the year um, with uh, Takeshi uh, Mira, uh-huh. same one that we talked about with uh, with Mira. And then uh, fight of the year with Orlando Salido, mm-hmm. right? I mean, literally fights of the year, right? Where he came back, especially the fight against Takeshi Mira, right? Yeah. Where he just came out of nowhere and came back, right? And... Um, and beat Miro. Knocked him out, by the way, in the ninth round. Yeah. And uh, I think that was Miro's last fight, by the way. It was that that brutal a fight, man. And yeah, you know, and here's the thing, he moved up to lightweight. Yeah. So, you know, no longer is he in the same division with Burchelt. Oh, that his fight this last yeah, fight this his, weekend. His last yeah. Fight, he's, and he's it? he and he's not a one thirty five. He's not a one thirty five. We've yeah. met him. We've talked yeah. to him, right? Yeah, then there's there, there's just too many monsters in, in, in the lightweight division. Um, yeah, that's know, who, too bad. Who are the top guys? Is he going to be able to beat? Yeah, none. If he goes the lightweight. Yeah, none. And and unfortunately, right. And his style, by the way, mm-hmm. right. His style is right. Um, is hit first, defend, fourth, fifth option, yeah. right. <laughs> and yeah, and the thing yeah. is, you can do that when you're young. You can do that when you're fighting at you know 126 pounds, mm-hmm. right. Maybe 130. Those fights that he, you know, the ones that with Salido and Mirasan, those were at 130. Yeah. But 135, yeah, no way, man. Yeah. No. And it's unfortunate because, yeah, that, that you talk about great fights that he gave us, but you know what? But he won a strap. Yeah. You know, he won a strap. He was the WBC, you know, super featherweight, 130 pound champion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that that's interesting. But that's unfortunately that's what him and Mickey Roman probably be a good fight now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they probably will meet. Yeah, you know, there, there's going to be, uh, you know, you you put that one, to, you know, in TJ. I'm I'm probably going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's ex- <laughs> that's exactly right. Speaking of TJ, by the way, yeah. uh, Lazaro Lorenzana, he's got his third fight scheduled. Okay. And we seriously got to make uh make a make make an opportunity to get down there to get down there to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, you know that. We 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 absolutely do. What was the date on it? Uh, I want to say I'm I'm gonna I'm the gonna 11th find through the twelfth. I'll, I'll, I'll find out right yeah. now. Also, we've got a couple uh, the Ryan Garcia Luke Campbell fight. Yeah, yeah. Is rescheduled for uh, January second. Yes. Um, another fight that's uh, pretty close to being uh, scheduled. Uh, Kovalev versus Sullivan Barrera. Um, January thirtieth. Wow! No kidding. What yeah. the? I like that. Yeah. By the way, I I really like that one. Because both of those guys are kind of at a crossroads, uh-huh. right? Solomon Barrera just lost to Joe Smith Jr., mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, um, and what I thought Sullivan was going to put up a much better fight, mm-hmm. he didn't. Kovalev, of course, coming off a knockout against Canelo. So that's a good fight, man. Yeah. I actually like that fight. Yeah. No, I'm interested to see that one. December uh, 11th, by the way, December 11th um, is uh, is Lázaro Lorenzana. 
Okay. Is is gonna fight. So of course you can catch him official underscore El Rey um on Instagram. So that's official underscore E L R E Y Y um is where you can catch him. So that that's that that's gonna be uh we're gonna have to figure it out making that one make, right. Make make a way that's in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, we could make the last one because we were in Vegas. Yeah. No reason why we shouldn't make this one. No, no, well, no. I we'll think see. I, I think we're definitely in, in town for that one. <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's pretty much oh, uh one more thing. The uh Showtime is yeah. going to um put out a uh documentary on uh Hector Macho Camacho. Yeah. You know, yeah. It uh it looks like it's gonna be pretty good. Um, I think they talk about, uh, you know, his life in and outside of the ring, mm-hmm. his death. Yeah. So, um, you know, really looking forward to that. And that's uh, December 4th. Yeah, I am. And, you know, it's it's pretty timely, right? Because I'm reading mm-hmm. the book by Christian Judici, right? Macho Time. Um, I'm about halfway through that book. Yeah. Won't give any, you know, won't give a lot of stuff away other than everybody should definitely read it. Mm-hmm. Very interesting life. That's the thing, right? This guy, Christian Judici, he writes about, again, Alexis Arguello. Roberto Duran, Wilfredo Gomez, and Macho Time, and really interesting how he came up. Um, he he came up out of New York, by the way, right? He's Puerto Rican, but he his family brought him over here. Had a very abusive father. Father abused his mom. Very close to his mom, right? And uh, yeah, the stories with this guy it's just yeah. something else. I'll, I'll give you a little tidbit, right? So. Um, you know, uh, he had a you know pretty good relationship with a few of his close trainers and managers. They're coming back one time after a fight, right? And this is in New York, and there's a guy um, ice skating with his uh, underwear on and a t-shirt, right? <laughs> and his trainer uh, manager says, "There's the real Macho Man, right? Uh-huh. That guy's the Macho Man, right?" So Hector Camacho tells the vehicle to stop, gets outside, right, and takes all of his clothes off. Right, <laughs> takes all of his clothes off and goes out on the ice. Right, yeah, no clothes on, oh, and man. he starts yelling to them, and he starts saying, you know, now who's the macho man? Right, <laughs> who's the who's who's the macho man? And so he would not get back in the vehicle until they admitted and said, mm-hmm. okay, you're the macho you're man. The macho man. <laughs> that he came out, and then the stories go on and on with him, man. Even as a professional fighter, this guy was still street fighting, right? Yeah. Outside with folks who would mess with him, right? Little guy, like this wasn't a big guy, uh-huh. but in the streets, East Harlem is where he grew up. Um, yeah, l- legendary, yeah. the stuff that this guy would do. But you know, still in the middle of becoming a professional boxer, stealing cars, doing time in prison, was just fearless, man, you know? Yeah, and it, what, and unfortunately probably all of that, you know, got him to the point, you know, where he, he died, you know, early. It absolutely, you know, the thing yeah. is, right, again, I haven't gone through the whole book, but um, it's one of those things, right, you, you can take the guy to the streets, but you can't take the streets out mm-hmm. of the out of the individual. And, yeah, the stories go on and on with some of the stuff that, uh, that Camacho would do growing up, right, as a fighter, very, uh, very... Close to the vest with the people, but anyways, I I love that. I can't wait yeah. to see it. Very um very underrated fighter, um because he kind of missed right. Even though he was around with the in the eighties, he kind of missed fighting a lot of those guys. The lend because he was around the four kings, yeah, right. And they kind of overshadowed Camacho, and it wasn't until a little later in his career that he finally got an opportunity. But he was past his prime when he fought Chavez, when he fought De La Hoya, right? Yeah. But. Good stuff, Rick. No, yeah, you know, definitely uh exciting fighter to watch. Uh there's really nobody like him now. 
No, no. Yeah. And, and in fact, right, he's really the guy that started the whole, you know, the over-the-top um, wardrobe, right? Mm-hmm. The entrances. Remember, you know, his... Um, the shorts his, he, all he, up he went and... away from the traditional boxing trunks, right? Yeah. Big, big Bruce Lee fan, right? That's who he wanted to be, right? Uh, not big friends with Roberto Duran. They ran into each other in New York. Supposedly, he got the better of Roberto Duran in a, in a sparring session early in his career, and Duran was pissed, and then they kind of had to pull him apart. Yeah. But, yeah, the flamboyant... The you know kind of out of control. We did end up fighting Duran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, way later in his yeah. career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, way later. I don't count those, but okay. Greg counts those. I don't, you know. Yeah. But um, well, he fought everybody. He's the one who you know sent Sugar Ray Leonard mm-hmm. into retirement with Sugar Ray's last fight. Yeah. Right. Literally knocked him out of the ring, like Joe Smith did with Bernard uh, um, Hopkins. But yeah, he was kind of the original, right? Mayweather type show first, boxing mm-hmm. second, but he could fight. Yeah. Right? His fights with, you know, he Pazienza, Greg Hagen, legendary fights, man. Right. And he Ray came, Mancini. Oh yeah, Ray Mancini. And he came up in that era, right? He came up really fighting in the East Coast. Madison Square Garden, Atlantic City. That was his backyard. And 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 fought a guy named Freddie Roach. Yeah, he fought Freddie Roach. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Just yeah. like Duran or uh, Alessio Arguello beat Kevin Rooney. Yeah, these old school guys used to fight, man. Yeah. So looking forward to that. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that when that uh, documentary happens. And again, I'll have more to share just from reading this book. Oh, and you'll have a lot more information on Wilfredo Gomez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By next week, ten pages a day, Rick, is yeah. all it takes. <laughs> it's not that difficult to read a book. I'm getting there. Yes. All right, folks, um, we'll be right back with Stat of the Week. We're not going to get away from that, folks. Pacific Coast Boxing. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing, the holiday edition of Pacific Coast Boxing, of course. Um, Hope everybody has a fun and a safe uh, Thanksgiving uh, weekend. Um, Still fights, and that's why I'm saying, Rick, that's why I'm glad that there's still some fights. Mm-hmm. Not only uh, Friday, you know, there's Friday because the uh, Rosado and Jacobs fight is Friday, right? The 28th. Yeah. And then the uh, Joe Joyce Daniel Dubois, although that's probably going to be in the uh, the daytime. Yeah, probably during the day. Right. And then, <laughs> because uh, of you the know, time difference. We'll probably find our way over to uh, the spot and watch the. Yes, uh, that's exactly right. The Tyson Jones. Yep, the Tyson Jones. And you get to watch the, you know, uh, the YouTube, whatever. I, I don't consider those guys fighters. Not, yeah, not, no. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, they, they still look like they're in good shape. Yeah. But that that'll be uh, that. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> no, yeah. but a lot of people are. Like yeah. I'm telling you, you know, and you know, we go to we go to a spot this fr- this Saturday to watch it. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised. Like there's a lot of more. There's probably more people. Here's the here's a fact. When we go around there, and if we start talking to people, they will know. Um, what's the guy's name? Luke Paul or Logan? Uh, Jake Paul. See, I don't even know yeah. those. That goes to show you. They will know Jake Paul more than they do Badu Jack. Yeah. What do you think? If you ask them, do you say you know who Badu Jack is? They're gonna say right. They're gonna say no. Ask yeah. ten people there yeah. if they know who Badu Jack is, and ask them if they go. Uh, <laughs> I forgot him already. Paul Logan, would you say? Uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Because he's also got a brother that fights. Right. You know, Logan Paul. Right, and yeah. there and more people are gonna know the YouTube guy than they will Badu yeah. Jack. Guarantee you, right? Yeah. You wouldn't even take that bet. No. Guarantee you. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, Battle Jack, yeah. They're going to know who Battle Jack is, yeah. but we don't know. But again, mm-hmm. guy like me, pure fight, you ask me, 
And I would say, I don't know who yeah. the guy is. If I, or, I can't, I can't or if you're talking about Mike Tyson, yeah. the guy from the Hangover movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Is that the guy with the tattoo? Right, yeah. tattoo on his face, you know? All right, folks, so we're, we're going to do two things here. So let's go stat of the week, Rick, stat and, of and the then week. we'll wrap it up. Okay, so starting in uh, 2020, the International Boxing Hall of Fame started inducting female boxers into okay. the uh, Hall of Fame. So right now, in the whole Hall of Fame, there are two. Yeah. Can you name them? Wow, no kidding, huh? So two. Putting me on the spot. When did they start? They Just this year was the first year they've they've inducted. This year? Yeah. Which they well, really didn't have an induction ceremony. Yeah. But they, next year they will be in. Okay. Okay, I'm so I'm just going to throw the names okay. that I know, right? I'm, I'm thinking Christy Martin. Christy Martin Le- is one. Okay, I'm thinking Layla Ali. Uh, no. Okay, she's what not, about not. Lucia Riker? Lucia Riker's the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, those, those are the two. Those are the ones that come to mind, mm-hmm. right? And I'll tell you, it's unfortunate because... There's probably other, and in fact, I know yeah. there's others, right? And they're and they're just as good, but those are the women that kind of put them on the map, right? Yeah. Surprise, uh, Mia St. John didn't make the Mia list. Mia St. John, yeah, you know, you know, maybe eventually, because yeah. you know that was back in the day that was Christy Martin's uh, rival, right? Right. You know, so I, I ran into her by the way because uh, I used to work out in the valley, mm-hmm. and I was at. Uh, it's too bad, right? Back then, little did I know, you know, that we would be hosting a podcast show. Yeah. But I ran into her at one of those. Uh, not barons, but one of those like real, you know, uh, um, healthy type of markets. Okay. I ran into her over uh, over in the valley, oh, by wow. Ch- by Chatsworth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Chatsworth. I'm there shopping, and she's of course even there, right? She's dressed in these yoga pants and tight shirt, you know, shopping for health food. As was uh-huh. I, right? Yeah, of course. You know, right? We're both in the same store for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I looked and I said, hey, you know, because remember, right? Folks don't know that are listening to this. She was infamous because she was also in Playboy, right? Yeah. Right. So she was aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. right? Easy on the eyes, as some people would say, Rick, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, but I ran into her, talked to her for a bit. And this was right when she was fighting, you know? I also got a chance to, to, uh, to uh, I say, spend some time. I'd say a good 15, 20 minutes talking to Lucia Riker. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually got a chance to talk to her for a while. Uh, this was at the Olympic Auditorium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't. It was one of the Yuri Boy Compass fights, but she was there hanging out, and I got a chance. To, and you know what the thing is? I just asked a few questions, and sure enough, she just stood there, and we started having a conversation. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it, you uh, know. But yeah, that's 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 not surprising. Mm-hmm. But it's those two. No, no, it, you know it. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. You know. Yeah. Um, but I think it also shows how how far women's boxing has come yeah you know, no for sure back that, then yeah. you couldn't really name right you know a handful of uh female fighters right and now yeah you, know, we, you were able to uh name off a bunch yeah and they never fought by the way to see a Riker and christy mm-hmm. martin that was always the fight that uh you know the big showdown has just never happened yeah now it'll be different right because now you know and they really right to to, to their credit really the pioneers right of mm-hmm. uh, laying the foundation for what was to come yeah. For the, you know, Cecilia Brockis, the McCaskills, right? Mm-hmm. Even the Katie Holmes, the, you know, the Katie Taylors, the Amanda Serranos, the Sule Morbinas, right? All the great fighters. Yeah. Sanisa, Esparza, like th- these are going to be the Hall of Famers, right? And and really it should be at some point, right? Now, 
as these fighters like Cecilia Brockes was going to retire, but she's coming back, right? Yeah. So, but if she would have, right? And and you 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 would even think that they should maybe even shorten the period just to start building more female more fighters. Female fighters yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if and when Brockes does retire. How many years is it for a fighter to, to be uh, um, a candidate for the Hall of Fame? Is it five years or three? I believe it's three. Three? Yeah. And, and and because here's the thing. And by the way, it's good because in baseball, it's longer, I think, yeah. right? I think baseball is five. And in boxing, it makes sense because, mm-hmm. hey, man, you know, this is boxing. They're getting punched in the face, yeah. right? And who knows what could happen after they retire. But mm-hmm. maybe women, they shorten that, right? To two years or something, you know, just just to make sure that we start getting more women in the yeah in, in you, the hall. You'll get a uh, Layla Lee in there. Yeah, um, you know some of these other fighters. Yeah, well, and uh, you know, I was there, right? I told you a couple months ago, or a month ago, in Canastota, mm-hmm. New York. Drove right by it. Small place. If you're not paying attention, you're gonna you're gonna drive right by it, right? <laughs> It's that it's that small. There you go, folks. Stat of the week. I tell you what, we're gonna wrap up this round eight of Pacifico's Boxing, round two, which means that this is completing round 23. Yeah. Wow. You believe that? 23 weeks, man. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of episodes, <laughs> man. <laughs> Some, one of these days, you know, we didn't take a picture, but if you could remember, we did our first podcast. It was uh, right behind me just with one microphone. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, and the studio's filling up with, uh, you know, a lot of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the studio's filling up with stuff that you wouldn't imagine. I mean, yeah. it's it's legit. Mikey Garcia was in here, right? Uh-huh. And said, damn, like, these are real boxing fans. Look at all this mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm thankful to have you as a co-host, Rick, every single week to come in here and getting it done. I, I seriously, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate the help. appreciate all the fans oh, yeah, listening. You. All right, folks, that'll do it for this week. Protect yourself at all times, and we will be back next week to talk about what we find out here with the Tyson Jones. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yep, thank you.